If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. If Kev Lewin's decent, it's a sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, me and Lou are back and we are bringing you some real NFL trade scenarios. So you guys know how this goes if you're a Since the Sandbox fan, a Since the Sandbox listener. We always are giving you guys the updates of what happens in the NFL or breaking down the previous week. But we really want to take a step back and talk about the NFL trade deadline knowing that that's coming up really soon. So guys, I'm going to jump in with my first real trade scenario. And Lou, I'm going to take this to the Colts first. And you can take it to the Colts after. So we heard the news, you know, the Colts are very happy with Jonathan Taylor. They have Naheem Hines. And also Marlon Mack, someone that they kept this year. But Marlon Mack is someone who I think that the Colts view as an expendable piece. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of teams that I think can, you know, really benefit from that. I think Kansas City could be one. I think Carolina could be one. With seeing, you know, CEH go on the injured reserve not knowing how long that's going to be in Carolina going on the injury reserve, not knowing how mm-hmm. long that's going to be for McCaffrey. These are two teams with playoff aspirations, and running a football successfully is a big, important aspect to winning football games. And I don't think that there's a better way to do it than to ship him to one of those two teams. And I think he can successfully do that being a veteran runner, um, mm-hmm. picking up on, on one of those teams that kind of have championship aspirations. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think another two teams that'll be in the market for him, San Fran and the Bills. Yeah. I mean, just a one-off. Like, if you're the, the Bills, Bills, you have to go all in. <laughs> yeah. And he's a good piece to pick up. And San Fran's running backs are dropping like flies. Yeah, and, and to get a guy back there with experience, semi-injury prone compared to everyone else they have, I just think it's a good fit. Neither team is worried about money at this moment. Yeah. So. No, definitely not. And now, Lou, since we went where your homer first, I'm in the Colts. I'll go with the Giants here. And we're not trading for somebody. We're trading away. And I just have to, you know, give some respect to Xavier McKinney. um, Safety we drafted last year. He's now playing like over 95% of the snaps at that safety position. We know Jabril Peppers was part of the trade um, to acquire, Uh uh, well, to move Odell Beckham. We got Jabril in return. And, you know, Jabril's been a great player. But when it comes down to coverage, he often gets burned. And, his play went from 90-plus snaps last year to 35%. Yeah. So, like, you know, what What are you going to be paying someone $7 million for if you're paying 30% of the snaps? Yeah. And he might be a little more better suited in one of those hybrid, like, linebacker scenarios rather than safety so he gets to go in mm-hmm. coverage less. So I think a great position for Jabril to get moved would be to Green Bay or the Rams. So these are two contending teams that need secondary like help. I don't think it would take a lot to move Marlon Mack. I don't think it would take a lot to move Jabril Peppers. No, not We're at all. We're talking about draft picks that are lower than the fourth round for this mm-hmm. upcoming draft. And I really think that that could better all these teams that I'm mentioning in the Rams, Green Bay, Kansas City, and Carolina. So uh, Jabril Peppers has a lot of good football left, a very hybrid player. Um, I think someone I think that that could be used in a lot of teams. Yeah, I agree. And I, I would throw San Fran's uh, hat in the, a name in the hat because yeah. uh, just because th- their secondary is so bad. bad. Yeah, they are. And just to get someone with quickness, you know what I mean, who who can cover. I mean, Jabril Peppers is just undersized. That was kind of like the thing when he came out. Is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? And we find yeah, out he's a little bit of both. Close. Like, yeah. he's a little of both. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's great. And I think this is this next guy, I think this is a no-brainer. I would do it today. Uh, David Johnson of Kansas City. Ooh. He's the best catching running back available. Yep. He's got the most veteran pedigree out of all of them. He'll be the easiest to get. 
<laughs> really? I mean, yeah. with Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram over there. Um, one more I'm going to show for all you since the Sandbox fans watching on social media. Uh, let's do a little mixed bag here because I know we have a lot mm-hmm. of Patriots fans. All right? The Browns. Oh, the Browns. Look, we, we heard a lot of talks, you know, when, when Odell was playing good football for the Giants that, oh, Tom Brady and Odell, they want to play together. Belichick wants Odell. I think that this is really the time the Browns are ready to sell, to trade Odell Beckham. New England needs wide receiver help. Yeah. I don't think it would take a lot to get Odell. You would have to accept his contract and what comes along with Odell. I think mac and cheese can use some OBJ. Um, yeah. And I, I definitely think that Belichick might be able to make that work. I know that with a young quarterback, it could be hard to play with a receiver of Odell's stature. But, you know, I think it would be a significant improvement over Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, and Kendrick Bourne. So, Patriots fans, what do you got to say about OBJ? Yeah, I, I, I think he's going no matter what, but I think it's the Green Bay. Ooh. I think Rodgers is in the last hurrah. I, yep. They have some money to spend, and I think that's the best way to keep him is, in a way, be like, hey, we've got you the su- two superstar receivers that are both good at different things. Yeah. And then just let all the pieces fall into place. I think they'd work well together. They're both kind of divas, but that kind of <laughs> works sometimes. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? They can relate. But <laughs> one more relate. trade I think is kind of imminent in a way, at least because this guy is so good, and we talked about it on the fantasy rankings. I think Brandon Cooks is either going to Green Bay or San Fran. Okay. And it's funny because I, I have had the same couple teams, but I feel like those are the teams with they have pieces to move, they have money, and they're in the hunt. Yeah. Those are the teams that, that need it the most. I also think that Brandon Cooks could go to a team like Vegas. I think they okay. could use a, a deep over-the-top threat. Yeah, they could. I think Ruggs is good, but I just think the consistency isn't there. And yet, yeah, Waller's just getting triple-double, quadruple teams. So. They need some weapons. Poor guy. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Um, Lou, something I think you'll be happy about. So get bucked, Lou. Get bucked. <laughs> I'm amped. I got the Bears trading Allen Robinson to the Colts. Ooh. So I- I'm sure you'd be happy about that. I know. I'd cry. <laughs> I'd cry. I know you're content with the wide receiver room you have. Pittman is taking the steps to eventually become a number one. But imagine him being a number two next to Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fantastic. I think that would complement the run game. I think that would add a possession dimension to the Colts that would, you know, really give Wentz that relationship and. If Allen Robinson's going to stink and just leave the Bears at the end of this year anyway, he's not signed, he doesn't have an extension, just let him go now. Get something mm-hmm. for him. And the poor guy, I mean, he's sitting on my fantasy bench. I mean, let's get some points, Allen Robinson. Yeah, legit. You can go and do that in Indy. But a couple more trades. I'll do one more, and then you can you can chime in, Lou. I had the Panthers trading Robbie Anderson to San Francisco. I think San Francisco is a team. Um, that also needs some wide receiver help. We talked about Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Samuel playing some really great ball. Ayuk mm-hmm. not so much, but maybe adding a third wide receiver to the mix. Um, maybe gets you know coverages a little bit different. And instead of your third guy being you know Jamichael Hasty, maybe yeah. it's <laughs> maybe it's you know Robbie Anderson. And I don't think Carolina would miss him too much. No. Last year they invested um a draft pick into Terrence Marshall Jr. in the second or third round from LSU. And you know if they're looking to develop that receiver, DJ Moore is taking mm-hmm. the steps. You don't need Robbie Anderson making ten million as your third wide receiver. So. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's a team that's competing that could use either other pieces or maybe some draft picks to help replenish that young defense. Um, I still think Robbie Anderson has a lot of great football, and it's really sad to see that him and Sam Donald can't yeah. click right now. I don't know what that's about. And he scores the one week I bench him. <laughs> had like one catch. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like three catches, 11 yards, and a mm-hmm. touchdown. It's like, that helps nobody. Literally nobody. <laughs> so my last trade, it's coming from the Colts, actually. I think it's time to point out Chris Ballard's first miss of his GM career with Rocky Scene. Okay. Uh, Isaiah Rogers, again, last week, the second highest rated defensive player in the league. Love that. Uh, he's been great. Xavier Rhodes has been very good. Rocky Scene has just been hurt consistently. Uh, he's coming up. We're getting rid of that rookie contract. And I think, he, I think he would be perfect for a team like the Vikings. Okay. Patrick Peterson just went down. They obviously need secondary help, as they always obviously. do. <laughs> so just to get them a decently young cornerback who can maybe get a new start in a new system, just mm-hmm. figure it out. Maybe he's a better man-to-man guy. Who knows? Absolutely. But I just think it's time to get Rocky Scene out. He's not going to get extended. There's no way. It just first miss. Everyone misses. Yeah. Everyone misses, and he got one. He rocked that scene all Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> Rocked us right out of the playoffs. Yeah. All right, guys, last one I want to talk about also comes from the Browns. You guys could be a little skeptical about this, but the Browns invested in the tight end position last year in Austin Hooper. We know they have Jarvis Landry. I just mentioned Odell Beckham. They had their two running backs. Obviously, the Browns are banged up right now, obviously. But I have them trading player that they invested the first round pick in, that's David Njoku. You know, mm-hmm. we think it's just time. He never got the opportunity to be anything more no. than a backup tight end and was kind of sad to see. You know, I think there were a lot of teams that were excited about Njoku and there could be some teams that can use his value and a team that I think can absolutely benefit from it is the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Add some tight end depth. Another great weapon for Justin Herbert I think would be extremely beneficial. And the Chargers are up and coming. That's a team that... I don't think David and Joku would have to compete, you know, extreme amounts to outplay Jared Cook at 37 years. No, old. I don't no. think so at all. And and it's funny, see, that's actually a trade I, I would love for the Colts to make. I, I think that would be a good fit. Okay. I mean, like, how many years can Mohelly Cox really be the guy at tight end? Yeah. Like, how many? And just to spice it up, where I like Jack Doyle, but he's just he's as good as Colby Felino was. No, absolutely. So, I mean, so, if, if you could get two tight ends on both sides, like Jonathan Taylor running behind it, kid. Woo! So the Colts, the Chargers, there's a lot of teams that can use, you know, and it's, a good tight end. It's funny because the 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 Bengals could use it, but they would never. Yeah. And as much as I like TJ Uzama, but he's just not. Oh, well, I was just, I was gonna actually have uh, CJ Uzama on here because I feel like you know he had a great hundred yard two touchdown performance, and then we didn't see him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, come on, borrow, get him the ball. Legit, <laughs> you know I mean? dude. But guys. Me and Lou breaking down the real NFL trade scenarios for you guys. We are very pleased to avoid Kev from giving you guys trade scenarios that would involve all of your favorite running backs going to the Bills. <laughs> Kev's like OBJ to the Bills. Malamak to the Bills. Mahomes to the Bills just so he can sit behind Josh Allen. Oh, man. But that's going to wrap things up, guys. Like we said, go listen to the fantasy rankings. Listen to the impressions. Running for State Senate, Anthony D'Ambrosio will be on our show Monday. That episode will probably be brought to you guys by Tuesday. Our can drive is coming up, so make sure you start collecting your cans. Tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a friend. And also tell a friend to leave us five stars, because we deserve that shit. Facts. Peace out.